Broadcasting from the wine country in California, this is the Kick-Ass Relationship Show, where intimate secrets and modern advice for couples is shared to elevate your relationship to live sexier, happier, and have way more fun. We believe success in life is better when mixed with excitement and love. And now, here's your kick-ass relationship coach and best-selling author, Midori Verity. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show. I am so stoked about today's show because my guest is phenomenal, and she is going to be giving you some great little tips to put in your pocket to help you change your life and get where you want to be. But here's my question for you. Have you been fantasizing about changing careers and feeling so motivated that you just want to jump out of bed every single day and get started on your work? If so, you want to stay tuned today because my guest, Miss Marcy Morrison, is an expert. She is actually a change, career change diva, and she's going to be talking to us about how to do that and the steps to take. But of course, before that, we always start and kick off the show with my three minutes to thrive. And today is a biggie. Today, we are talking about emotional intelligence, and everyone can recognize this. So, what emotional intelligence is, let me just give you an example because you'll know right away. And for those of you who are watching the show, you can see Miss Marcy. Look how pretty she is. She's up in my top little part. Um, but, but what emotional intelligence is, this is, here's my example for you. So let's say your spouse comes home and tells you, oh my gosh, I just lost my job today. And that, that's the main breadwinner in the household. So a person with low emotional intelligence responds like this. Oh my God, what are we going to do? We have no money. We're not going to be able to feed our kids. We're probably going to lose our house and we're going to have to live in a tent. What are we going to do? And absolutely just freaks out. That's low emotional intelligence. A person with high emotional intelligence is going to respond more like this. Okay, so you lost your job. Huh, this could be a great opportunity for us to change careers and to focus on something new and have new opportunities and really kind of move into something that that excites us more. Let's talk about what we really want in life and how we can make this into a positive. You guys hear the difference in that? One person's freaking out, not using logic and um and a calmness to really think it out. Whereas the person with a higher emotional intelligence is approaching it with a more logical and proactive way of dealing with it without freaking out. So that's why it's so important. So let me give you three steps on how to build and use more emotional intelligence. Number one is to be aware of it. So when you, when you start hearing, um, you know, things that maybe have freaked you out in the past or your kids come to you and say, oh my gosh, dad or mom, I got another F in my class. I am flunking and maybe I am going to have to live in a, in a basket my whole life. Think of those as opportunities to practice using emotional intelligence. So what you want to do is just be aware of it. Number two, you want to take a big fat breath. And think from a higher standpoint, have a big picture in your mind. Okay. So here's the situation. We just lost the main, the main income in our household. My son is flunking out of school. How big of a deal is this? What is really the big issue going on here? And how can we switch it around to make it into a positive? How big of a deal is this? Are we really going to lose our house? How 
let's, let's be honest. Let's think about this. So start using those tools to practice. And I promise it will get easier and it will be Come part of your toolbox that you use, your mental toolbox in approaching everything in life. And number three is to stay calm. So remember to take that breath. Sometimes you might need to take a few breaths and just pause before you respond to the person. When you respond with calmness, Marcy, you have kids too. When you respond with calmness, chances are they are going to kind of chill out as well. It might take them a few minutes, but for kids especially, they're going to learn to adapt that type of response, which is going to serve them so much better in their life rather than responding from that chaotic, uh, that chaotic response, which where they're not thinking clearly makes sense. That is it. That is our three minutes to thrive for today. Next week, we are going to be talking about tools to use to help keep your bond strong and alive. Really important, really simple tools. So we're going to be talking about that next week. But without further ado, we are going to be bringing on Miss Marcy Morrison and finding out all about her and what she has to offer you guys. But let me tell you a little background on Marcy. She has been a career coach for 10 years with the focus on helping people combine their passion and purpose. You guys hear me talk about that a lot. Most recently, recently she founded Careers with Wings. And she also has written two books, Finding Your Passion, The Easy Guide to Your Dream Career, and Falling in Love with Me, meaning you, falling in love with you. But the title is Falling in Love with Me, A Personal Journey and a Guide to Falling in Love with You. She is so amazing. I couldn't wait to have her on my show because she does so much for the community and for children and for others. And she just has the biggest heart out of out of so many people that I've met her, she shows all the time and I absolutely adore her. So join me in welcoming Miss Marcy Morrison to our show. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Midori. Thank you so much for having me on. How much fun. Uh, yeah, we're going to have so much fun. And especially I love, <laughs> I love your topic. I love your energy. I love your heart. And so that's why you're here with us today. So let's, let's, I want you to tell us a little bit about your background. What made you decide to get into helping people change their career and finding their passion and purpose. So tell us about that. Sure. Um, Well, I know of the age group that you're uh, speaking to, Midori, and believe me, I've been through my own journey. So I always say to people, this is not what I do. This is actually who I am. And that's what I encourage everybody to do is really look at who they are and what they love to do and the difference they want to make in the world. And that's what I did for myself. Um, My children are 16 and 13, two boys. And before I had them, I always joked that I'm a wannabe Latina from the Jersey Shore (laughs) and now living in San Diego. But my, my life before kids, I used to travel to Latin America five times a year and do a variety of different work there, helping people get out of poverty, uh, organizing conferences. And then when I had my kids, I stayed home for three and a half years with them. And I always find that whether it is a layoff or whether you have a change in your life, become a parent or some you move is always an opportunity. I love how you said that in the beginning that there's always an opportunity. So I, um, I, when I stayed home with them, I said, what is the difference that I want to make in the world now? And that's what I always encourage people to do. It's, it's weaving your career and life together. That's actually what I call myself a career and life weaver. So the first thing that had to make sense to me is to create something that allowed me to be a mom 
and to have the flexibility to be with my children. And then I, I just looked around me and I would look at people going to work every day like it was a prison sentence. And I thought, wow, what a waste of someone's life and their, and their time here. And I, and I said to myself, that's the difference I want to make. I want to help as many people as I can live their passion and purpose so they are happier. And then it, it, may, it affects everything around them, their relationships, their community, and the world. And so it's just been this incredible journey. I never planned to write books. I never planned to be on the front line of the economic downturn from 2008 to 2010, assisting layoffs and helping people through their transition. But again, like you said, that was a tremendous opportunity to help people see the positive in what seemed like the worst crisis of their life. So thank you so much, Midori, for helping people see this in a different perspective, because there is so much opportunity if you could choose to look at it that way. So I'm honored to help people on this journey. And you said so many things in, in what you just, what you just talked about, you talked about, it's your choice. It's your choice, your mindset. It's your choice, how you choose to respond to a situation. Something that can seem like the worst thing in the world can actually be the biggest opportunity if you have the clarity and if you have the ability to look at it from that standpoint. And I love what you do as far as, you know, for people having, we all need to make money. We all need to pay our bills. We all need a roof over our head. We need food. We need to take care of our families. That's just life. But your career and what you choose to do in your life affects everything. And so I love that you even brought that up and that you have dedicated your entire life to helping people find that. So that moves us into our next part. So passion and purpose, you talked about that. How does one find their passion and purpose? Would you be okay if I illustrate it with a story? Yes. Of a client, because I think that for me, it's always good to, it's one thing to hear it from a theoretical standpoint, but, you know, for everyone, it's, it is a little bit of an own journey, but um, I'm going to use the example of one of my clients who came to me at 45 and felt really lost. Like in, in so many ways, he had actually checked off so many of the success boxes that which society says is success, right? Like the financial success, the beautiful wife, the son you know, two master's degrees, you know, all built and sold companies. And, but he's, he just felt like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And so this ties in so much to the relationship piece that you're talking about, because what I realized that so many of us do is that we're on this endless, endless quest to keep trying to do more instead of trying to be right. And so for him, I said, do you even recognize everything that you've already accomplished? And so step one for him was actually learning to really love himself and really acknowledge everything that he already had accomplished. And then a lot of it actually came back to even gratitude, all the things that he had in his life. And I think that so many of us get so serious and forget how to play. And so I asked him, I said, what is it that you love in your life right now? And he said, I love my wife and I love my son and who his son was five. And I go, great, let's start there. Let's start spending more time and really connecting to them. And so he became like five years old again and started playing with his son and just really learned to just appreciate each moment and each day. And then through that, by just a having fun, he realized like the legacy. That's the other thing that I ask people, like when you leave this earth, what is your legacy that you want to leave? And he said, not only do I want to be a great husband and a great father, 
but I want to be really make a difference in my own community. And so then we sent him out on this quest to be like, what is the difference that you want to make in this community? And through a series of meeting people and talking to people, he was led to this nonprofit here in San Diego called Mission Edge. And they provide back office support to over 50 nonprofits in San Diego. So if you think about making a difference in our community, he took all of his leadership and CEO skills and now helps over 50 nonprofits. And you can think of the ripple effect, right? Not only the people that work for him, but all the people at the nonprofits and then all the people that the nonprofits touch. So it's almost like you have to start where you are right now and then fast forward to the end of your life and say, what is the legacy I want to leave? And then start creating your vision and the steps from there. I That's so powerful because you didn't discount everything that he had done. So many of us were like, oh my gosh, like when I hit my midlife crisis, I'm like, what have I been doing? What am I going to do now? And how does this, what, how am I going to put this all together? Has my whole life been a waste? You know, other than my kids and my family, of course, but with, as far as your career goes and what you've been doing. And so many of us are like, oh my God, now what? But what you did with him is you took what he already had accomplished and made that important and showed him how to just kind of switch it around so that it could be something that was of value to others. So I love that. So for those of you who are listening, who are like, well, you know, I've been a garbage person for so many years, there are probably a lot of values and lessons in there that you can share with others. So it is something that is important in, in moving forward. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? And, um, But I like also what you said, because what I see with a lot of my clients is when you talk about passion, they're like, passion, I got to find my passion. I don't know what my passion is. Holy cow, how am I going to find my passion? And then they, you know, they kind of freak out over that and they don't know. Passion's a big buzzword and a lot of people don't know how to find it. And it just, it can become really daunting and stressful for them. But all you did was just help him kind of, you just kind of guided them in finding what it is. And so passion doesn't need to be something that's like, don't make it into something that's just overwhelming. Just take steps to find what you really enjoy and you love and makes your heart sing. I think is another way to think of it. If you don't, if you're not super clear on your, on your passion. So yeah, that's a great story. I love I have that. another one. You want another one? Yeah. Tell me another one. I'll tell you from a, from a woman's standpoint too, from another client too. And this is kind of interesting too, because I think what happens a lot of people to people in their midlife crisis or when they lose their job is like, they're so disillusioned. Like you said, like, what have I been doing with my whole life? So they want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. And they're just kind of like, I need to start all over again. And my life is over. And uh, so I had this one client recently, and it was interesting, because that's kind of what she went through. She'd been doing the same field for about 25 years. And she was really, really successful. And she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something on the whole other end of the spectrum. So the first three months that we worked together was really this soul searching period. And a big part of for her was like self care, because she had been so focused on like her career and her family that she wasn't taking care of herself. So the first thing was self-care and also just discovering what do I love to do? I have kind of forgotten who I am. So I got to discover what I love to do. And the irony of the whole thing is that she actually realized she loved what she had been doing for 25 years. However, 
She just needed to change the way she was looking at it. And for her, that actually meant creating her own consulting firm where she could set her own hours and pick her own clients. And so that was such a funny thing because like we almost needed to like throw it out and like go all the way over there. But when she started actually feeling into all the other opportunities, that made her realize that she actually was a really good at what she did and really could see the impact that she was making because it, it was her passion and purpose. It's kind of that pina colada song, right? <laughs> like, it's like, you're looking for somebody and the answer. So often the answer is like right there. It's just that we, I don't know. It's almost like we get a little blind or something. We need a little break sometimes and take a deep breath and really change the way we're looking at things. Like you said, this is a choice. How are we choosing to look at our partner, our relationship, our life, are we filling it with gratitude? Or are we only looking at what's not working, right? So yeah. it was, I wanted to give that example because it's so different than the other one. So every path is unique. It is. And I, and I like that, you know, that you can do that, that you can kind of um, look at the whole picture and figure out, okay, well, what do I like? What do I not like? And, and not have to throw out the baby with the bathwater because that's never good. Um, well, sometimes it can be good actually. So I shouldn't say that, but I just went to, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, but have you heard of Dan Sullivan? Is he the peaceful warrior? No, no, it's Dan Mill. No, no. Who's Dan Sullivan? Dan Sullivan is this, is this, this crazy successful business guy and he has coaching and his whole concept. And I love this is go on, take a break, take a break, take more, get more free time. Instead of always feeling like you have to be busy. And as an entrepreneur, that's almost, it feels like it kind of goes hand in hand. And if you're not busy, then you're, what are you doing? But he said, you will become more successful. And I think it goes regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a stay at home mom, whether you are in a career, it doesn't matter. It's all the same concept that when you can step back and and allow yourself to have more free time, you think more clearly. You can come up with more creative ideas and solutions to get you to where you want to go and have that kind of be able to smell the roses and seek more of the positive that might be there that otherwise you didn't notice. So when I, at the event that I was at yesterday, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, yes, I need to go on more vacation. (laughs) But but it is true as far as I've had the biggest breakthroughs when I just take a break, when I just like, if I go on a vacation, you know, where I don't have my phone with me, you know, where you can't get cell service or, um, or like when I'm driving, I drive to LA a lot. I'm in Northern California. I drive to LA all the time now. And that's a seven hour drive. And I just kind of chill out and I, that's when I come up with the most inspiration. So it's just a message for everybody out there that take a moment. It's okay. It's okay not to be busy constantly and to just kind of take a few things off your plate. Does that make sense? Well, guess what I did before I got on this call with you, Midori? What? I jumped in the ocean and went swimming and laid on the beach because I live like two blocks. See the ocean over there? Hi, ocean. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we so hate you right now. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, because I, I, I used to take myself, believe me, I'm, I'm not talking out of some theoretical textbook. I'm talking about from my own experience. I, I can take life too seriously too. And I literally take time to play every day. That second book about falling in love with me was really honestly practicing all those steps myself is like, 
what do I love to do? What is playful and fun for me? Because if all work, no play makes me super dull. And like, I, I can't, I have to be that example, right? It's like, so I totally agree with you. And I don't know about you, but when I am playing or driving like you, that's where the inspiration comes. That's where the ideas come. And so a big thing that I send people on all the time, and it's super uncomfortable for people, as I say, pick your favorite spot. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's the ocean or if it's hiking in the woods or it's going for a bike ride, but you need to take at least 20 minutes a day to be doing something in, in silence and stillness to really connect back to yourself and also make sure that you're incorporating fun and play every day. I, we need to like come up with a meme for that and like make a big poster because that is it. That is so much the key. And, you know, and now I'm getting a little bit older so I can speak from, I think some wisdom and that my kids were younger. We had, you know, (laughs) everything happened in our life so fast. We got married. I had my kids. We started a business. We bought properties. We were just going at 110 miles per hour. I was volunteering in school it was that idea of being busy was just part of who I was. I felt like that gave me more validity. That made me more, I probably thought it made me more important in some crazy way. And it was horrible. It was horrible. And that's why I hated my life. I hated my company. I hated, I hated so many things. And I was thinking I was coming from a negative standpoint, of course, but that's why to me, it's so important to just kind of do what you're talking about, meditate, do yoga, take time for yourself, go for a walk, go do whatever it is, because that will ground you so much. And it'll make it'll, it'll bring out what's truly the most important in your life, which is your family and, and you, and just, you know, like you said, leaving a legacy, it just makes us, it brings those things more clarity and important for us to remember sometimes. So we are going into a very quick little commercial. And when we come back, we are going to be talking to Marcy about strategic steps that you can take to start changing your career and moving to what, what serves you better starting today. So stay with us. Hey, this is me, Dory. And I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool. And it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership. Like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it and laughing with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign, Midori Verity, and type quiz in my messenger. And it'll take you right to the quiz. 
If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my Messenger. That's it. I look forward to connecting with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show. And we are here with the beautiful Marcy Morrison. And we are talking about, say hello to Marcy. Uh, We are talking all about changing your career and really what it comes down to once again, as in so many of my shows and in teaching mindset and the way that you approach things. And so now Marcy's going to be talking about three steps to help move you in the right direction and and regain that hope and that control of your life in starting to see things a little bit more positive in the direction that you're going. So Marcy, talk to us about that. What are some, what can we do starting today to help get us closer to where we really want to be or figuring out where we want to be? Well, and I think that we, we really kind of covered it in the stories, but I think it'd be really good, like you said, to repeat it because sometimes it's funny because it's the simple things that are so easy to forget, right? So for me in my own journey and what I've seen with clients, the number one thing is, is falling in love with you. And so what I would recommend that people do is actually keep a journal. That's what my, how my book started was I was journaling on what it is that I love about myself. What is it that I really love to do? Um, to actually celebrate everything that I've already done in my life that I'm really proud of, because I think so often, like we're just moving so fast that we, that we forget to celebrate and not even like even in the past, but even today, right? Like so many times we are just doing, we help a stranger on the street. We take the time to like go to our kids class and volunteer, you know, acknowledge yourself every day for all the great things that you do. So that's step one. Um, step two is to also really sit down and take that quiet space each day. I really do recommend at least 10 to 20 minutes a day to also journal on all the things that you love and the difference that you do want to make in the world so that they can start doing today. Uh, the third thing that I think is the most important step is to start with what you have. Like I actually worked with my own coach and he said, follow the thread. So let's say that your passion is helping kids. Well, where in your community can you actually start volunteering right now in an area that you're passionate about and networking, whether it's an event tied to something that you love and not necessarily trying to get anything, but just trying to connect with like-minded people and really learn about what's out there, right? That's how the magic happens. I love that. You know, just, just volunteering with, with, you know, whether it's people who are less fortunate than you mm-hmm. or helping children that are at risk or whatever it is. I mean, there's so many things, people, diet, people with diabetes, that may be what, what calls your heart or whatever it is, but it's such a, I always say that people who volunteer get more out of it than the, than the person that they're helping or the group that they're helping because it helps you see things from a different standpoint in that mm-hmm. you are probably are a lot a lot luckier than you may think, you know? And so when you have a barometer to measure it to, it it just helps. And then when you can see that you're doing something that's bringing joy or, um, or more hope or control to somebody else, man, there's nothing better than that. 
right? Just, just seeing that and seeing the effect of it is incredible. So I love that. And then going back to your point of, you know, just taking 20 minutes out per day, 10 to 20 minutes, even, even five minutes, if all you do is five minutes to just kind of pause. And, you know, I, I suggest doing, um, meditation. Some people like doing yoga, whatever it is, but there's a lot of science behind that, that shows how beneficial that is to your overall health and the way that it helps your brain kind of the synapses go together better. And it can really, I mean, the whole thing with neuroplasticity and neuroscience and what it can do to change your reality and your, um, the, the recordings that we have in our brain, it's so freaking powerful and it's free. It's free. So true. Yeah. So I, and then journaling, of course, which you, you brought up in step one, I think all those, those things makes such a profound effect and it doesn't take that long and it's so important. So I love that. Um, Okay. So where are we? What else, what else, what other kinds of um, things or what other samples have examples of clients have you met where they come to you and maybe they're, they haven't been successful financially. That's a big stress for a lot of people. Maybe they've been doing something and just making ends meet. And they're, they want to not have that stress on them anymore. Do you have any examples of that where you've had clients that you've worked with to help them find a more prosperous career? Well, one person that comes to me is um, somebody that's actually in there that are, that is younger, like in their early twenties that actually had been looking for a job for many, many months. And, um, Again, it was the first step about really honestly loving himself because having not had a job, I think what happens for people a lot of times, whether it's doing something where you're not making a lot of money or you're not passionate about, you actually lose your, start to lose your self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. So to really, again, do that step to like get confident within yourself. So that was the step, first step that we took with him. And then second, it also was like really acknowledging all of his skill set and his talent. And um, I have a background in, in marketing and sales as well. So I always say to I'm helping people market and sell themselves to get really good at communicating who you are and what you're good at, and also being able to clearly state like what kind of work you want to do. So that's where we got him to. We got him out networking, talking to people, articulating what he wants to do. And he ended up being so good at interviewing that he ended up landing his dream job um, using exactly the skills that he wanted to use. So okay, a lot so of it is like marketing and selling yourself. Let's talk, let's go, let's delve into that a little bit more. Cause I think for a yeah. lot of people, the idea of change, some people just, they're not, you know, they, they're at that stage where they just want to go into another job. They don't want right. to start their own business. They just want to go into a new career. But if they've been working in the same thing for so long, it's frightening. It's frightening to go out and do that, so, you yeah. know, go in and sell yourself what? and do a resume and do all that. So let's talk about more of the technical parts of it. So just sure. let's talk about messaging. What are some tips on helping people create a message about themselves? For sure. Um, like I said, it really is back down to that 30 second spin. Cause I always say to people, you never know when you're going to meet that person. It could be in line at CVS in the pharmacy. Hi, who are you? 
hi, my name is Marcy Morrison. And you know what I'm really passionate about? I'm helping, I'm so passionate about helping people live their dream careers. And I'm looking for a career within a university to be a career coach, right? So it's like almost like clearly, clearly stating that. Um, and also about the thing is, is that not only is our passion and purpose right at, right next to us, so often the people right around us are the people that can help us, but they don't know what we want, right? So one of my clients, I got her so clear that she wanted to do global women policy issues in Sacramento. She didn't know how it was going to happen or whatever. And I said, listen, you need to tell every single person you know that that's what you want to do. And so what did she do? Who got her the job? Her mom. But her mom didn't know that's what she wanted to do. But her mom's friend turned out to work in that area and got her the job. I think that so so often we're afraid to say what our dream is because we don't believe it's possible. So mm -hmm. start with your inner circle. I, I actually have people put together a whole networking list, people that you know from your college, people that you know from your past jobs, people you know from high school, and just start talking to people. And I always say, don't do like a big email blast. It's about one person at a time. And the more that you practice that, the better off you are. And the more that those threads are going to lead you to another location. So it's all about networking. Still like 85% of all jobs come from networking. Um, also really getting clear about highlighting your strengths and your accomplishments in your resume and your cover letter. And, you know, for the, for the cover letter, um, a technique that I use is actually a table. I have people pick like the top five um, qualifications that they're looking for. And then on the right hand side, match what their experience is. So it's almost like the HR hiring manager doesn't have to do the work of this like convoluted cover letter. It's like, bam, this is why I am the perfect fit for this job. So I have them do that and also really clearly communicate again, like almost like their mission statement of who they are, what they're good at, um, their, their passions on LinkedIn as well. And, you know, it's these accomplishments too, like in your resume and on LinkedIn need to be really clear. Like what challenges did you have to overcome? What skills did you use to, to overcome those challenges? And then what were the results of that? And those are the things that you use in the interviewing too, is really concrete stories, just kind of like I illustrated that story to you, you have to get really comfortable and confident and saying why you're awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, and you have to practice it sometimes because sometimes it's kind of like you're afraid to brag about yourself. But another thing that I've noticed is that people want to help you. They, people totally. want to help you. Even the person in the group, Oh God, I had a total breakdown the other day at Safeway. My, my assistant uh, was leaving. She's been for so long and she found a position that was just it was someone who's known her for a long time and they offered her just a rock star position and I told her I said you have to go and I was buying her flowers that day and I had a card and I was in line at Safeway and the lady in front of me started talking to me about the flowers she's like god those are beautiful who are they for and that's when like oh. <laughs> and I just I was bawling because I love I love my assistant so much but this lady you could just tell like her heart broke. Like she just wanted to help me. She just wanted, you know, she was asking me all kinds of, all kinds of questions. She gave me a $5 coupon <laughs> that she had people, even the stranger at Safeway, they want to help. And so 
you know, they, and you never know if you are super clear. I love that you said that be super clear on what you're looking for, because then people may have some kind of connection that you had no clue of people you even know, or you don't know, doesn't matter. And they can say, Oh, give me your business card. Cause I'm going to introduce you to such and such. I'll just make that connection. And you never know. And so I think that's so important to be really clear in what is it that you're looking for? And then you just start getting more, more clarity, right? Like I gave that example earlier of my client that wanted to make a difference in the community. Well, that's very, very broad, right? So start poking around, like start with what you do know. That's what I tell people, like just start there and then start putting the pieces together. I always call putting together the pieces of your passion puzzle, even if as crazy as it sounds, right? Like global women policy issues in Sacramento, Uh right? Like who cares what it is? It doesn't matter. How do you know it's not possible unless you try, right? And so then people can maybe fine tune it for you. Like when I started my my business, I said, I want to help people live their passion and purpose. And I really honestly didn't know like how to begin or what to do. And somebody said, you know what, Marcy, you'd actually be good at outplacement and assisting layoffs. And that never even occurred to me. I knew I wanted to help people so that I was able to communicate. And that's how I got into outplacement as somebody referred me to a major outplacement firm up actually in San Jose near your neck of the woods. And it was Mm. perfect as I was able to do that all remotely as well. So that's the other thing too, is people go, well, I want to do that, but I want to work at home. So as clear as you can be about how you want your life to look and the type of things that you want to do, the closer you're going to get to what it is that you really want, but have the courage to really say it. Uh, Yes. It's, I mean, and for you and I, we've seen it happen so many times where it does, it really works. But for people listening to this, if this is, if these are all new concepts to you, just try it, just try it because you'll start to see that people react to you differently and that people do want to give you a a hand and maybe they don't know exactly someone who does what you're looking for, but they can point you in the right direction. And that person might know someone, but it works like crazy. And so just try it, just try it. So we have to go into a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we are playing a little game with Marcy. So stay with us. Hey, this is me, Dory, and I want to express how grateful I am for you joining me on my show. And for this, I have a very special gift for you that I am super excited to tell you about. It's a tool, and it's a tool that I have for those of you who are in a relationship and maybe feeling frustration and anxiety revolving around this partnership, like all of us do at some point, right? But it doesn't have to stay this way. The tool I'm talking about is my Energized Relationship Quiz. All you do is you simply answer six super simple questions, enter your email, and then my custom diagnosis will pop up and reveal the relationship issue. After that, it'll give you the tools to change your situation starting today, right away, right now. So stop arguing over the same things. Get your relationship back to that healthy and happy place you want it. And laughing with your partner again. Yes, it can happen. Here's the coolest part. It's free. And like I said earlier, it's only six super easy questions. So all you have to do is go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign, Midori Verity, and type quiz in my messenger. And it'll take you right to the quiz. 
If you have questions, simply ask me on Messenger and I'll personally answer. In fact, I would love to hear your feedback. So once again, just go to my Facebook page, which is the at sign Midori Verity and type quiz in my messenger. That's it. I look forward to connecting with you. Welcome back, everyone. It is time for a little game. Marcy? I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Okay, sure. Of course you are. You're always ready. I'm in. Okay, so the first question I have for you, and these are just kind of like bigger questions. So what would you do if you could be invisible for one day? Wow. The first thing that I, that comes to mind is actually to be in nature and really get close to animals and really observe them because I feel like they're, they get scared, but if I'm invisible, I can just hang out with them and they won't even know it. How cool is that? So you could do like running with the bulls and be one of the bulls that's running. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to be running with the bulls. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I would definitely be like, I was thinking about these horses that I saw out in East County last night and was just like, I want to go hang out. I really literally picture myself hanging out. I and mean, if I were invisible, I could just be right there with them. How cool is that? Oh, I like that. Never thought of it. <laughs> I love it. That's the first time someone's answered that. Okay. Here's a better question. Well, not better. What would you do <laughs> if you could be a man for one day? Huh? Hmm. Right. It's funny because when I ask men, if you could be a woman for one day, their brains all go to one place. Oh, geez. Of course. Uh-huh. I could be, um, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of a man is, is strength and how strong they are. And I don't know if you've ever seen this like free climber guy, but he has my maiden name is Honold. And this guy Honold free climbs like half dome. And I'm totally afraid of heights, but I just saw myself like using the masculine strength to like do physical, like climbing mountains and things like that, that I, I I don't really have the strength as a, as a woman to do like the really, really like pulling myself up some boulders and stuff. Right. Almost like a superpower because those guys, they are super, they have a superpower. Totally. This guy's like Spider-Man. It's not, it's no joke. You got to watch it. It's the craziest thing. It's, it actually makes my hands sweat even just thinking about it. But (laughs) if I could have masculine strength, I would do it. I, right. Okay. What's, um, this is not even on my list, but I'm going to ask you now that we, we, you just, so if what, like what scares you like out of your wits, but that you would love to have the courage to do. Well, that's funny because it's the same kind of thing because I'm deathly afraid of heights. But I think it would be really cool to have the courage to like do crazy stuff like that. So yeah, I would, I would climb all kinds of crazy mountains. I mean, you can do that now. You can do it with like, with no. that. <laughs> but, okay, but that's scary. Okay. But you want to have that courage to do that. Okay. So we'll, we'll yeah. work on that, Marcy. That can happen. <laughs> you can make it, it a reality. <laughs> I wanna, we were in uh, Santa Barbara. A lot of people know Santa Barbara is one of my favorite cities. And so we go there a lot. And there's this guy every day when we're on the beach, 
he goes hand gliding and he is so cool. He, he's so good at it. He's just, he's been doing it a lot and he'll come all the way down. He'll go right over us and he'll say hello. He's that close to us. It is so cool to watch him. And I'm just like, every time I see him, I'm in absolute awe of what he does because I, even when I was a little girl, I wanted to have the freedom of a bird. I wanted like in my dreams, I would literally be able to flap my arms and I would, I would go flying away if I wanted to get away from something or go see something. And I think that hand gliding is like being a bird and I would love to do that one day, but I'm going to have to work on my mental part <laughs> a little bit because it freaks me out. Totally. Okay. Right. But I think it'd be so much fun. Okay. Last question. And I'm asking this one because I think it's funny. What's the worst habit a past boyfriend has had? I don't know if it's a habit, but, um, I would say snoring is so like, I wouldn't, I don't know if that's necessarily a habit, but it was like torturous kind of snoring. And he told me that, and he told me that he didn't snore. So one time I called his voicemail and I, and I recorded it and said, Oh really? You don't snore. <laughs> this is you. Listen. <laughs> and then That's I videotaped so it. <laughs> and so are you with him still? No, not that boyfriend. At least you're not going to no. admit it. That's so funny. Yeah. That would be hard every day. My, my thing is my husband, he leaves his towel all over the place mm -hmm. and it makes me insane, but I've learned to just kind of roll with it. So <laughs> Marcy, I absolutely love you. And I want you to come back on my show because I just, I just, you're just so much fun and um, I love what you do, but I know others feel the same way. So I want you to tell us where we can find more information about you. And especially for those who are looking to do a career change, I know you have something for them. So tell us where we can get in contact with you and then also what you have to offer my listeners. Sure. They can go uh, to my website, uh, careerswithwings.com, both S's, careers with an S and wings with an S, careerswithwings.com. And there's actually a place on there that they can sign up to receive a free copy of some soul searching questions to get them started. And then they become a part of the passion plus purpose equals world change community. And what I do every month is, is share an inspiring newsletter, usually share a story of someone like those clients that I mentioned, or other people that are just really living their passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. Because I know that a lot of times we can lose hope and think it's not possible. So I want to continue to feed people with proof that it can that it can happen and tools too. Absolutely. I love that. So also if you are driving, of course, if you are not able to write that down, just go to my website and we will have all that information there for you, midoriverity.com. And next week we are going to have another amazing guest, Veronica Monet. She is part of the shame free zone. She is incredible. Her story is insane. In fact, Marcy, you should listen in on this one because she's amazing. She is, she considers herself an acclaimed sexual empowerment change agent, but her story of her past overcoming incest and rape and all kinds of horrible things and where it has brought her to today and what she's doing to make a big fat difference in the world. You guys do not want to miss it because she's going to have all kinds of tips for you and share her stories. And she's just 
I can't say enough about her. She's, she's so impactful. So make sure you come back. And as always, remember to have a gratitude attitude. So tell your partner today what you appreciate, appreciate about him. Just tell your kids what you appreciate about them. And most importantly, remember to tell and think about that person who maybe you don't love as much, your boss, the person at the bank, whoever it is. Remember to say one positive thing about them, about what you appreciate and watch their faces change and their behavior change and watch what it does for you. So until next time, we will see you then. Please share this with your friends on Facebook and and everywhere. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show with Midori Verity. We hope you've enjoyed the show and want to share the love by passing on our web address, midoriverity.com forward slash show to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous shows. This has been a Midori Verity International production. Join us next time on the Kick-Ass Relationship Show to add passion and fun to enjoy the most extraordinary relationship and life.